respect him as a person above all else. You know, I, I look at this guy and I don't think of him as being different than me. If anything, I think of him being different than me because of the fact that he's lucky that he's so tall. Because... Um, I just think that that's cool, but maybe that's just because I'm just a generic, you know, six foot dude. It's, I'm accustomed to it. I see that Bradley is a black guy. I see that he he physically looks different than me. That his skin is darker than me. That his hair is different than me. You know, I see all that, but it doesn't mean anything because I I choose to not make that relevant. You know, just like another guy, Michael, who's from Trinidad. He's a, another engineer that we have here. Totally, totally, uh, by the way, unrelated from, from Bradley, by the way. Both are from the Caribbean, both have a slight accent. Hilarious, but totally, totally unrelated in, in the respect of how they came to the company. Um, but same thing with Michael. You know, Michael's more my size. I think he's a little bit taller than me, but he's more my size. He's older than me. He's black. He's got an accent. Um, and he uh, has different hair than me. You know, stuff like that. But when I was working with him in the quality department, I chose to ignore that. Again, because it has no importance to me. Whether or not he's black or Asian, of course, working for this company many Japanese people, but whether they're black or Asian or white or Indian, literally Indian, as in like the country of India, or if they are, uh, you know, Pakistani or whatever, it doesn't matter. Or Mexican, it doesn't matter. It's uh, of no importance to me. Not necessarily because I'm trying to make a conscious effort to not see race. I acknowledge that I see race. It's one of their defining characteristics. I choose to acknowledge it for that purpose. When I'm separating Bradley and Michael out of a lineup, if they're the only two black guys in the field of the office pool that we have, which there are very few black guys, there's other black people, but there's very few black guys, when I choose to look at that, I'm going to say, yeah, Bradley's the tall black dude right over there. And uh, Michael, Michael, uh, yeah, he's the, uh, the black guy over there, the mini fro with the gray hair. That's, that's how I'm going to, that's how I'm going to define both of them because that's recognizing, recognizing who they are physically. And that's what you do every single day. You discriminate, you discriminate to... I guess identify, that's the best thing, but it's important to understand that doing that has no bearing on how you see them as a person, and I feel like that's lost in today. You know, prejudice and, and racism are also two very different things. Everybody has a prejudice towards something. It could be as insignificant as what food you like, and it could be as significant as racial stereotypes. Again, not necessarily instituting racism, but just the prejudice of the way that you see people of a different skin tone. It's, it's a different thing. 
you can have a prejudice towards somebody, but at the same time not stand for racial oppression. It's very possible. And I'm not saying that I do because I like to consider myself somebody that doesn't have a racial prejudice towards anybody because I've had a lot of friends growing up in my life. A lot of friends from a lot of different backgrounds. I've had lots of white friends because I'm a white guy and that's just how the world works and how that how that's how things go and the environment I've been in. But I've also been around a lot of other black people, you know. Um, in high school, I went to a school here in Lexington that was 40% black. Again, I'm not going to say 40% African American because not every black person is from Africa. So, 40% black. And I was voted homecoming king because I had lots of friends. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Me being homecoming king has not done anything for me in my life aside from saying when I was still in high school, yeah, I'm the homecoming king. That's all it ever did for me. And so when I go back and I think about it, you know, again, I, I got that. I had that achievement because I had lots of different friends. You know, I chose to be friends with somebody because I liked them, I liked the things that they said, I thought they were funny, or I thought they were cool, or I thought that they did cool stuff, regardless of the fact that, well, he's black, so maybe I'm not going to be friends with him. Well, she's black, so maybe I'm not going to be friends with her. She's black, so maybe I shouldn't date her. You know, he's Asian, maybe I shouldn't hang out with him for, I don't know, whatever reason you don't hang out with Asians for, I don't know, maybe you think they're smarter than you or something, whatever the stereotype is. But, you know, so, regardless, something like that. You know, I made that choice, and I've been making that choice for a long time, for a long time myself, because I feel like I recognized early on that it doesn't matter, and it shouldn't matter, because... To make decisions in your life, to choose in every day of your life that you're going to make a decision before you know anything about somebody based on their skin color, it takes so much effort. It takes too much effort. So I don't waste my time with it. I don't, I don't waste my time with those problems, with trying to decide you know, I don't want to talk to Bradley or I don't want to talk to Michael here that I work for, here that I work with because they're black guys. Because why should that matter? Why should that have any bearing on it? You know, I don't like talking to Michael because he talks too much. That's why I don't like talking to Michael. I like to, I like talking when I want to talk, when I want to have a conversation. Michael wants to talk just to talk, and I can't stand that. I can't do that. I don't want to be on the phone that long. Or not on the phone. I don't want to be, have a conversation with somebody about work that long. When I'm at work, the best kind of conversations to have are conversations that are not about work. I just want to get it done and go home. That's why I, want, that's why I don't want to talk to somebody. I don't have anything against Michael. He's a good guy. He's one of the best guys that works here. He's detail-oriented. He's a good dude. Same about Bradley. But... You know, I could give a shit about what they feel about work if it doesn't involve a project that I'm working on. I like to talk to Bradley about sports. We talk about the the Mayweather fight. We talk about the big fight coming up. We talked about John Jones yesterday because that's what I like to talk about. That's what's fun, and he enjoys it too. He shares that in his life, and so that's what I give a shit about. You know, it's you. You have to work too hard. 
to actively discriminate against somebody. It's it's too much of an effort. What was it that Martin Luther King said? Um, I choose love because the burden of hate is too heavy a burden to bear. Dude, not I mean not to quote a black civil rights activist while I'm talking about not being racist, but that that means a lot. That means a lot for anything, for anybody, about anything, you know? Like, seriously. I'm not saying that I love everybody like I'm some stupid hippie snowflake, but at the same time, I've got enough respect for every person to know that they're a human being just like me. We're made up of the same crap. Maybe arranged a little differently, but we're made up of the same stuff. The same thing that makes me me is the same thing that makes him or her him or her whether they're black or white or Asian or Indian or Mexican or whatever, whatever. And so, when I think about it in my day-to-day life, I choose to not have a, a racist or a racial point of view because I don't have time for it. And this is where it's going to sort of turn for people because right now you're probably thinking, yeah, you know, this is good stuff. Everybody should feel this way. Well, give it a second because this is probably going to probably going to be what's what's going to turn a lot of people and so when I say I don't have time for it I don't have time for it in any sense of the word I don't have time for other people's racism if I don't have time for myself to be racist if I don't want us waste my breath on it I certainly don't have time to hear about yours and I certainly don't have time to hear about how you feel like somebody is being racist I don't care it doesn't bother me because I can't change them. You're, you're just not going to. You're, you're not going to change the way that they feel. And so, I, I just don't think that it's worth wasting my breath. Because if somebody feels so strongly about something, like let's just take a racist person, like, uh, like let's take a, a white supremacist, a neo-Nazi, whatever you want to call them. They feel so strongly about their viewpoint that they're willing to go to bat for it. They wake up every day with that viewpoint and they know in their mind that it's right. It's the right thing. You're not going to change their mind. You can cite examples that show them how maybe that they're wrong, but they're not going to change their mind because they're not thinking about individuals. They're thinking in mass. And when you have somebody that has that viewpoint, it's not going to matter. So I don't waste my time. But... I also choose not to associate with people like that because I don't want to get involved in that because, again, it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of my breath. All I can do is try as hard as I can to be a good dude, to be a nice guy, to try to help somebody out when I see it because someday I might need help and I want somebody to look on me one time. And that's all that you can do. You can call it karma. You can call it whatever you want. I just call it being a good person. You know, I feel like, I think I've quoted this before, but, you know, I don't, I don't read the Bible very heavy. I'm not, I don't consider myself the most religious person. I did go to church on Sunday, but I mostly did it for my wife and for my grandparents because that's what they really want for me. And, I, again, I respect that and I respect them, so I honored that and I did that for them. And it meant a lot to them. And that which in turn means a lot to me because I want to make them happy. But I don't consider myself to be a very religious person. I do believe in God, however you want to see that. But we can get into that in another, in another day. But my point is 
As far as the Bible is concerned, Amos 5.15 says, Hate evil, love good. And that's what I choose to believe in. Above all else, be a good person. Don't be a dick. I fail every single day at that. I'm an asshole a lot. A lot. Whether it's because I'm trying to be funny, or if it's because I get mad about something, I get frustrated and I slip up and I'm just a dick. It happens, and it happens to everybody every single day. But the point is, is that you don't dwell on it and you don't let that become your cycle. These people who feel this way, who feel this deep sense of oppression, that their twisted viewpoint that they need to keep other people down, it's just due to a bad cycle. And they're stuck in that cycle, and maybe you could get lucky enough to pull them out and change their mind. Maybe you could do it. But it's unlikely. So, as Daenerys Targaryen would say, if you watch Game of Thrones, you've got to break the wheel. That's what you have to do. Okay? If you want to change anything, you have to change the cycle. You have to change the wheel. You cannot change the person. And so the only thing that we can do is we can set this example of not giving a shit about wrong viewpoints and start promoting the good ones. Again, everybody has a right to feel the way that they feel. If you want to believe that white people are superior in every sort of way, fine. Yeah, go, go for it, dude. Wear it out, man. I, I'm not going to tell you you can't do something. Because America gives everybody the right to believe what they want to believe, even if they believe in something that's wrong. Because it is wrong. And it's a wrong way of thought. It's wrong in a moral, ethical sense, and it's wrong in an intellectual sense because it just doesn't make sense. So when you think about it like that, if you truly feel that way, if you truly agree that that is wrong and that's, the way, that's not the way it should be, then live your life as if it's not the way that it should be. You know? Don't try to, don't try to virtue signal people and guilt them into changing their opinion. Because all that's going to do is that's going to maybe work, but then they'll have some sort of deep resentment about themselves for the way that they felt. If people are going to change their viewpoint, they need to change their viewpoint in a, for lack of a better term, in a come to Jesus moment where they recognize it on their own and recognize how wrong they were and they ask forgiveness for the people around them for being such an asshole to them for so long and then you know what they pick up and they need to live their life the right way by being a good person to other people or at least trying to be again I fail every day everybody does but it's all about the effort it's about putting the initiative to try to not be that bad guy and so when you're, when you're looking at it, when you think about it in the grand scheme of things, I feel like the idea or the viewpoint or whatever that we need to have is that we need to not care, that it needs to not matter to us because there's more good in the world than there is bad, than there is evil. Whatever you want to call it, however you want to see it, there's more good in this world. I believe it. And I feel like most people believe it. Now, I'm not naive enough to say that there's so much good in the world that there's not any bad or that someday it will go away because it won't because there's always going to be a balance. That's just the way that it is. There's always going to be dark in the light and light in the dark. That's how it works. That is the little symbol, yin, yang, yin, yang, whatever you want to call it. That's just how it works. And so... You need to not dwell 
on the negative so much, you need to recognize how much good there is in the world, and then you need to promote that, not by saying, look at this good, look at this good, look at this good, but you need to absorb the good into you, and then carry that on to the next person. Not even by doing something for them, but just by not being a dick. You know, there's too much going on in everybody else's lives. Everybody else's life is a 10 million chapter book. There's too much going on for you to always know why somebody is the way that they are. All that you can do is try to throw your little 10 cents or your wrench into the situation to try to put a positive spin or to try to fix it, you know? All, all you can do is when you meet somebody, if you have a conversation, if you have an interaction with somebody, try to come at them with an open mind and try to come at them with the respect of knowing this is another opinion and whether or not I agree with them or not, that's okay. Because just because you agree with somebody doesn't mean that, that they are threatening you with their opinion, that, they're a that their opinion can threaten you. Because words don't hurt. Words do not hurt you. That's it. I mean, that's, that's the end of it. I mean, there, there are real things such as, a, uh, so, you know, like, like verbal and mental and, and uh, oh, what's it called? Mental abuse. Like the... I don't know, psychological abuse. That's the one I'm looking for, psychological abuse. That is a real thing, and that can be, that can be enforced or that can be pressed by words, but the actual, the idea, the opinion, something like that, that cannot hurt you. It could eventually lead to a path of violence, which is very real, and that can, that can very much hurt you, but the idea itself can't. And the only way that you're going to change anything, or the only way that you're going to live your life by avoiding it is by pushing out this idea that what what is negative what is bad it, that it's not that's not for you that's not the way that you choose to live you choose to ignore that you choose to move on and live your life without that by being good and showing that in the people that you meet so again to circle back around to it I choose to not have time for any of that. I don't want to hear about somebody's racial tendencies because I don't want to be a part of that. And I don't want to hear if, if you feel like you're being oppressed because I don't want any part of that. I don't care. I'll, I, can't, I can't change that for you. So it doesn't matter to me. All I can do is say, hey, sorry, man. I hate that for you. Uh, anyway... Um, how about that uh, Kyrie Irving trade, dude? What's going on with that? And if you just want to keep circling back around to how somebody's racist, then the conversation is over. I don't want to talk to you. And I'm probably not going to talk to you again because I'm going to recognize whether you're white or black or Asian or whatever, you're the guy that only wants to talk about how he's racially oppressed. And nobody wants to hear that shit. People have too many problems. I have too many problems. I have to come to work. I've got a job to do. I've got kids, well I have a kid, one on the way, kids to feed. I've got a, I have a wife that I have to take care of to make sure that she's okay because she's pregnant. I've, rent is due. I've got to pay for my phones. I've got a car payment. I have insurance. You know? All this stuff. I have stuff, I got stuff that I have to worry about that is more important to me than you thinking that somebody is oppressing you because of an opinion. So in the grand scheme of things, I 
I try to be as unobjective or whatever, however the word is. I don't know. I could have just made that up. I try to look at it as, as plain as possible, which I've been doing it for years. Just looking at somebody, talking to them. If I like them, I like them. If I don't, I don't. But picking them out from the crowd based on the way they look and not deciding whether or not I want to be affiliated with them based on the way that they look. That's where we that's where you have to start. That's that's where that's where the their effort needs to take place. All you got to do is talk to somebody for 5 minutes and you can figure out whether or not you like them or not. And it could be about anything. You could talk about sports, you could if you want to get in the conversation about politics, but I think that politics is a bad place to start. Because politics don't define anybody. A lot of people might want you to think that they do, and a lot of people identify with that to the point where they think it does, but that's that does not represent anybody at all. Talk to them about your family. Talk to them about work. Whatever. You know? You talk to somebody for five minutes, you can find out whether or not they're a dick or not. And you can decide whether or not you want to like them, whether you want to make an effort with them. And that's how I choose to do it. That's how I know as many people as I do. That's how I would like to think as many people enjoy seeing me in the day as anybody else. Or maybe not enjoy it, but they don't dread it. You know? And I don't dread seeing most people. Yeah, I would say most people. There's some people maybe I don't want to see at that moment, but most people in the grand scheme of things I don't care to run into. It doesn't bother me. Because, again, I choose to have some ridiculous premonition about how I'm going to feel about them just based on an appearance. Because that's stupid because it doesn't mean anything. And I choose not to bother myself with that because it is a waste of my time and my life. If you're lucky, if you are lucky, you got a hundred years going around the sun. You got a hundred years on this rock. Why the hell are you wasting your time being mad at somebody or hating somebody because they look different from you? That is the stupidest fucking conversation or argument you could ever have to not like somebody. You are wasting so much of your life and your breath and your effort on that and your brain power. You could be changing the damn world and you are sweating over the fact that there's a black dude buying a fucking Snickers bar at the gas station next to you. It makes no sense. Life is too short. And it's getting longer, but it's still too short. There's not enough going on. I'm 24 years old, and I'm already dreading the next 75 years because it's not long enough. Because I don't get to spend enough time here. And so I'm focused on doing whatever I can to enjoy as much time as I can with my family and with my daughter and with my dog and my wife and my mom and my dad because these people are not going to be around forever or at least I'm certainly not going to be around for them for forever and there's a million there's 7.5 billion other people in the world who feel exactly like I do who feel the exact same way all they want to do is spend more time with their friends and family because that's what they really care about. And so, I'm not going to let my my I'm not going to let a ridiculous opinion that maybe I could have affect that. 
And I choose not to have that ridiculous opinion because I don't want them to worry about having to worry about somebody else in a sort of a weird roundabout-ass way of saying it. All I can do is try to be a good dude. All I can, all I can do is try to help out when I can and not pe- make people sweat it when they're coming to work in the morning or when they see me at a gas station or when they see me at the grocery store, you know? That's all any of us can do. And I feel like maybe if we focused on that more instead of watching the news and thinking about how bad of a place this is while you're watching all that fake shit they're spewing out at you, maybe we could get on the same page a lot faster. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But like I said, I've only been around 24 years. 24 years is still a good chunk of time, and it's worked out pretty well for me so far. So, as always, let me know what you think, what you feel, how, you, how, you, how you're taking it. And uh, hit me up on Twitter at the real DA Perry. Appreciate everybody for listening. Have a good day, guys. So in the grand scheme of things, I I try to be as unobjective or whatever, however the word is. I don't know. I could have just made that up. I try to look at it as as plain as possible, which I've been doing it for years. Just looking at somebody, talking to them. If I like them, I like them. If I don't, I don't. But Picking them out from the crowd based on the way they look and not deciding whether or not I want to be affiliated with them based on the way that they look. That's where we, that's where you have to start. That's, that's where, that's where their, their effort needs to take place. All you got to do is talk to somebody for five minutes and you can figure out whether or not you like them or not. And it could be about anything. You could talk about sports. You could... If you want to, get in the conversation about politics, but I think that politics is a bad place to start because politics don't define anybody. A lot of people might want you to think that they do, and a lot of people identify with that to the point where they think it does, but that's that does not represent anybody at all. Talk to them about your family. Talk to them about work. Whatever. You know? You talk to somebody for five minutes, you can find out whether or not they're a dick or not. And you can decide whether or not you want to like them, whether you want to make an effort with them. And that's how I choose to do it. That's how I know as many people as I do. That's how I would like to think as many people enjoy seeing me in the day as anybody else. Or maybe not enjoy it, but they don't dread it. You know? And I don't dread seeing most people. Yeah, I would say most people. There's some people maybe I don't want to see at that moment, but most people in the grand scheme of things I don't care to run into. It doesn't bother me. Because, again, I choose to have some ridiculous premonition about how I'm going to feel about them just based on an appearance. Because that's stupid because it doesn't mean anything. And I choose not to bother myself with that because it is a waste of my time and my life. If you're lucky, if you are lucky, you got a hundred years going around the sun. You got a hundred years on this rock. Why the hell are you wasting your time being mad at somebody or hating somebody because they look different from you? That is the stupidest fucking conversation or argument you could ever have to not like somebody. You are wasting so much of your life and your breath and your effort on that and your brain power. You could be changing the damn world. And you are sweating over the fact that there's a black dude buying a fucking Snickers bar at the gas station next to you. It makes no sense. 
Life is too short, and it's getting longer, but it's still too short. There's not enough going on. I'm 24 years old, and I'm already dreading the next 75 years because it's not long enough, because I don't get to spend enough time here. And so I'm focused on doing whatever I can to enjoy as much time as I can with my family and with my daughter and with my dog and my wife and my mom and my dad because these people are not going to be around forever. Or at least I'm certainly not going to be around for them for forever. And there's a million, there's 7.5 billion other people in the world who feel exactly like I do, who feel the exact same way. All they want to do is spend more time with their friends and family because that's what they really care about. And so I'm not, going to let my, my, I'm not going to let a ridiculous opinion that maybe I could have affect that. And I choose not to have that ridiculous opinion because I don't want them to worry about having to worry about somebody else in a sort of a weird roundabout-ass way of saying it. All I can do is try to be a good dude. All I can, all I can do is try to help out when I can and not pe- make people sweat it when they're coming to work in the morning or when they see me at a gas station or when they see me at the grocery store. You know, that's all any of us can do. And I feel like maybe if we focused on that more instead of watching the news and thinking about how bad of a place this is while you're watching all that fake shit they're spewing out at you, maybe we could get on the same page a lot faster. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, I've only been around 24 years. 24 years is still a good chunk of time, and it's worked out pretty well for me so far. So, as always, let me know what you think, what you feel, how, you, how, you, how you're taking it, and uh, hit me up on Twitter at the Real D.A. Perry. Appreciate everybody for listening. Have a good day, guys.